1: This is super nostalgic for me. I grew up in Southern California, so I used to visit Disneyland almost every week as a kid. And the Matterhorn um, is so special. It's one of the first roller coasters ever made. Um, It's gone through obviously a lot of renovations since then. A lot of people hate the Matterhorn because it is so janky. People say it like hurts their back and all that kind of stuff. My hot tip for you is to not put your back on the backrest of the chair while riding Matterhorn. I like to sit up and hold on to the handrails on the seat in front of me. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed
0: You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. This week, we're doing something a little different. We invited our friend, past guest, and unofficial Disney Parks food guide, Ashley Kraft, back on the show to give us a Disney update for summer. Woo! You guys know I love Disney. <laughs> Ashley has a ton of information on what is new at all the Disney parks in the USA, from mask policies to new rides, and of course, everything there is to eat in each park too. do whip, do whip, do whip. That's my editorial. So, okay, okay. I was going to say, there's some other stuff that Ashley mentions that I'm like, Ooh, I might have to go to Disney just for that. Uh, But before we dive in, we need to give a quick shout-out to our community. By now, you guys know that we offer a free community space where everyone shares recipes, tips, meal plans, and also feels free to ask questions. There's so much help and inspiration that we lovingly call it the best place on the internet. And that is no joke. And guys, we know that it can seem weird to ask for support when we're publishing weekly free episodes. We get that. And if you're not in a position to contribute to Dina Just Feed You, absolutely don't worry. We get it. But if we have been a trusted resource for you for a while now and you do want to support us, we want you to know that our supporting membership... Also, gives you access to the free space that everyone has access to and has other cool stuff, including two bonus episodes every month. And it just really helps support us. You know, Megan, I noticed we haven't taken a break on this show in like, (laughs) except maybe for like one week off in like three years, over three years. So, are we insane? I think we yeah. are insane for that. We are insane, <laughs> but we love it so much. We love helping you guys. And if you're in a position to help us too, we promise we make it worth it. Go to you.com backslash community to find out more about your options. Yay. Okay. We did something we have not done yet on Didn't I Just Feed You? I'm questioning that. I don't think we have. where we just gave ashley the reins yeah it's not an it's not an interview um we had her on in the winter right before spring break ish to talk about what to eat and drink at disney and we interviewed her but this week ashley has the mic so she's gonna go ahead and do all of it including introducing herself welcome to the show ashley
1: Hey there. My name is Ashley Kraft. I am the author of The Unofficial Disney Parks Cookbook, as well as The Unofficial Disney Parks Drink Recipe Book and the upcoming The Unofficial <laughs> Disney Parks Epcot cookbook. So uh, I am so excited to be back here with Didn't I Just Feed You? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I had such a great time chatting with you guys last time and so I'm so excited to share some nuggets of knowledge with you all here today. Basically what um, these wonderful hosts asked me to do was to do a little recording of tips tricks favorites must do's um that kind of thing before you all take your summer trips to disney parks of course since i've written so many books about disney parks as well as being a lifelong fan i'm somewhat of an unofficial expert about disney parks and i love 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 sharing my expertise with others So if you just want to sit back and relax, um, or if you want to grab a notebook and take some notes, um, hopefully I will be able to share some tips with you for your upcoming trip this summer. Things are changing constantly. Uh, The parks are obviously in a lot of change right now uh, due to COVID, due to um, employment struggles, all that kind of stuff that the rest of the world are facing I wanna touch on that uh, first before we dive in. Basically, just a few days ago, masks were uh, taken away as required from any part of the Walt Disney World property in Florida they have been trying uh, to keep masks off people's faces outdoors as often as possible and um, sometimes masks have been required indoors sometimes they were required outdoors um but that has always been kind of uh, give and take but they until recently were required on all disney transportation so that that includes the monorail the ferry the buses all those kind of systems you still had to wear a mask on um but just as of a couple of days ago they completely took it off it was the same day that airplanes stopped requiring masks so uh at walt disney world in florida You no longer have to wear a mask anywhere at all. Um, Of course you are still allowed to wear a mask anywhere so if you are more comfortable wearing a mask um, a single uh, directional mask wearing is still super effective so if you feel more comfortable being in a crowded place like that wearing a mask please do so and you know whatever makes your trip more comfortable for you that's what is most important. Disneyland has uh, different rules sometimes because uh, California is more strict on a lot of their COVID regulations, and so as of recording this today, uh, masks are still required on Disneyland transportation, but not required in any indoor or outdoor locations at Disneyland. So that might change by the time this airs. Um, it's, It's always up in the air, you just never know. Uh, These things could come back, COVID could take another swing, you just don't know. So what I recommend is that always the latest recommendations and requirements will be on the official Walt Disney World or Disneyland websites. So i just make sure you check that. And then I would also just make sure that you just keep a mask in your bag, um, anywhere you go, just in case You'd rather not be without one if you needed one. And then as far as other COVID restrictions, so there has not been social distancing for a long time. And um, the only really like lingering effects are that they are still in a phased reopening of some of the experiences. So um, again, as of this recording, just a few days ago, uh, traditional character greetings have returned. So that means you can actually go up and meet characters and you can... You could actually hug them, shake their hand, take pictures with them, um, with your arms around them. All of that is, is back to what it used to be. For a long time, uh, they had just distanced greetings um, where you could see characters from afar, and then they had ones that you could like stay behind a, a stanchion. But now uh, the, the regular traditional greetings are back. Um, the only things that are still kind of phased reopening at that this time is that some restaurants, shows, resorts, and experiences like, uh, some of the tours and stuff are still not reopened yet. And I attribute that more to employment shortages than, uh, like COVID restrictions. So I think that they're still just trying to bulk back up their employment base disney did have a lot of international workers who they had on property uh especially working at epcot which is where they used to have all of the pavilions run by people from those different countries so um, if you went to the norway pavilion all the people working in the norway pavilion were actually norwegians who were coming here uh, as a as international interns so right now we they have not welcomed back the international interns due to just the travel restrictions still in place, so um, obviously that was like thousands of people who um, needed to needed to be covered by other um, like local workers. So that I believe is why that they are still closed. So hopefully we will be able to welcome back our international friends soon. Epcot is certainly not the same without them. Um, I can't wait to see their wonderful faces and hear their beautiful voices again. That will be such a great day when that returns. So that, that is the thing that I still am really, really excited about to have come back.
0: ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y short for Didn't I Just Feed You to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures, or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in.
1: So now I want to talk about the um, most popular attraction from each park, what my favorite attraction is from each park, and what you must eat, what you cannot miss as far as eating uh, at each of these parks. Okay, so starting with Magic Kingdom, so this is uh, the main main park at, uh, Walt Disney World in Florida. The most popular ride that people run to at the beginning of the day is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. This is a, uh, I mean, it's not that new anymore. I'm not sure how old it is, maybe like 10 years or something, but it's one of the newest rides. It's, um, it's very popular. It's a family coaster. It's very unique. The, the cars are like mine carts and they actually sway um, but it's not intense, so the whole family can enjoy it. That is going to be your longest wait time, so try and get a Genie Plus reservation, a Lightning Lane, whatever, so that you can you can ride that. Uh, my favorite Magic Kingdom ride is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Total classic, love it, gotta do it. The must-eats that I'm going to share are all from quick service restaurants, so what a quick service restaurant is, is um, one that you don't need a reservation for that you can just either mobile order or walk up and order from the counter. And the reason why I'm giving these as the recommendation is because sometimes you just seriously cannot get a reservation at some restaurants. So all these ones that I'm going to say are ones that you can absolutely go to, make sure that you do. So my favorite place to eat at Magic Kingdom is Columbia Harbor House. This is a uh, quick service restaurant that's over by the um, Haunted Mansion. And the reason why I love it is because they really have special... Um, food that's super unlike other theme park food that I think of like I think of theme park food as being burgers or chicken um corn dogs that kind of thing but they have lobster rolls they have grilled salmon they have clam chowder and all of those just sound so good to me when you're really worn out and just need something fresh so uh, most of my choices are kind of like that but uh that's that's why I love Columbia Harbor House. So the next park that I'm going to talk about is Epcot. Epcot is also in Florida. And it's the one with the big ball in the front, if you didn't know. And it has the all the uh, international countries that you can visit. Very special park. It's my husband's favorite. I also love Epcot. It's so special, especially when it comes to eating. Um, as I mentioned before, I have a book coming out. It's coming out in June. June 14th, the unofficial Disney Parks Epcot cookbook, and it has highlights from all of the countries as well as all the major festivals. So if you love Epcot or if you just love international cooking, please check it out. You can actually pre-order it now. If you go on uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Target, you can can pre-order that. So just search for Epcot cookbook or my name, Ashley Kraft, and you'll find it. So the the number one ride right now is the latest ride to have opened. It opened um, October of 2021, and that's Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. This is an all-ages, all-sizes ride. Uh, It is actually from Disneyland Paris, so they have had it at Disneyland Paris previously. Um, It is a trackless ride, so very modern. It's 3D, 4D actually. It has really cool uh, immersive elements to it. But this ride is going to have a huge wait, so make sure if it's on your list, you prioritize it. But um, if you are going this summer, at the end of May, there is a brand new ride that's going to be opening, and I guarantee this one is going to be hot. It is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, and this has a completely new um, innovative ride technology that, um, it's a, they call it, they're calling it a family omni-coaster and the, the ride, uh, actually like points in the direction that they want you to look. Um, it's a lot, I've heard that it's a lot like rock and roller coaster, but it's not as intense as that. Like it doesn't have a very high height requirement. Um, but that is also at Epcot. It's where the, uh, Ellen's energy show used to be. So if you can imagine that, it's like right at the front of the park. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, I can't wait to ride it. Those are probably my favorites too. I would say, though, I really love Spaceship Earth. That is the ride that's actually inside of the giant golf ball. Not everybody knows that there is a ride in there. It's super slow moving. It's very lethargic. It's... uh, narrated by dame judy dench who i love her voice and it's a classic so if you just need a little air-conditioned break definitely recommend spaceship earth i would uh suggest not hitting it at the beginning of the day because a lot of people see it and then they're just like oh i just want to get on a ride so it is the least crowded in the middle of the day because people also ride it on their way out of the park so if you have the chance to stop by it in the middle of the day, it's probably gonna be a walk-on, almost no wait. So uh, that's a great one to take a little break at. Uh, as far as must-eats, just Epcot has so much. Everything is amazing. There's so many things that I love, love, love. Um, for instance, like the uh, Carmel kucha at the Germany Pavilion is a uh, the only standalone Werther's store in the world. And um, they have delicious treats covered in where there's caramel. I love visiting there. Uh, I I just, I I seriously, I can't even name like all the stuff that I love to eat at Epcot. So I'm going to say my must eat is food from the festival booths. There's almost always a festival going on at Epcot. Check your calendar to see what festival will be going on when you're there. But they have these little booths that are located throughout all of Epcot, both the World Showcase and Future World. And um, they just have these small bites, like just a little plate with a little tiny bit of food on it. And they're usually just super fresh. They're all made right in front of you. Really yummy stuff, including drinks, um, any kind of food, including like vegan dishes, all kinds of stuff. So check it out. They do always have a guide, a foodie guide at the front of the park. So flip through, see what looks good, and then just go around and try everything. Moving on. Next is Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida. The number one ride by far at Disney's Hollywood Studios is Rise of the Resistance. This is in the new Star Wars land. This is both a super innovative ride, but it also has pretty low output and it also breaks down a lot because it is so complicated. So those factors make it have a super long line. So make sure that you like either hit it first thing in the morning, or you can also try to get on it last thing at night, right before the park closes, you can sneak in line. Other than that, you're probably going to be looking at a couple hour wait, uh, for Rise of the Resistance, but... It is a must-do. It is so so good. If you are a Star Wars fan like me, you can't miss it. It's really 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 great. Um, you truly feel like you're in the middle of the action. There are several different uh, like sequences that are part of the attraction, um, and all of it is is essential to the ride experience. So I I just love it. Rise of the Resistance is probably my favorite. Also at Hollywood Studios, but Um, also maybe tied is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. This is also a new ride. It actually opened, uh, right, like right before the pandemic shut the park down in 2020. I think it was open for like a month before it got shut down. So very new. And, um, this is in the location that the Great Movie Ride used to be in the uh, Chinese theater, right in the front of the park when you walk straight in. This is also a trackless ride and, um, they use tons of new technology, including really elaborate projections and, uh, also 4D effects like wind and smells. So... Got to, got to, got to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It is in all ages. You can even take babies on it. Very, very special ride. Um, It usually, like, it does usually have a long wait, but it does move very quickly because they do put a lot of people in each car. Again, I would try not to hit it first thing. I mean, if you can go first, first thing, then yes, do that. But if I wouldn't do it right when you enter the park, if you're coming in after um, opening, you might want to wait until the afternoon or the end of the day. And then my favorite thing to eat at Disney's Hollywood Studios, there's a lot of great stuff to eat, but I love going to Docking Bay 7. That is uh, the large quick service restaurant that's in Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars land. And uh, they have wonderful choices. My favorite thing to get is called the Folution Garden Spread. And I am not vegan or vegetarian, anything like that. But this is a vegan dish. That has plant-based meatballs and hummus and pita and vegetables, and it is so good. I, I seriously, like, sometimes I just am craving it because it's so yummy. I love it so much. And everything is served in these, like, reusable metal trays, and everything is really cool at Docking Bay 7. Um, I also recommend the Andorian chicken salad. They also have some really great kids' dishes, like these like pasta circles and the kids really like those or pasta tubes I don't know they're like tiny little they're cute and they're yummy so it's always a favorite they almost always have lots of seating in there and you can mobile order so it's uh, always quick next is Disney's Animal Kingdom the most popular ride by far at Animal Kingdom is still Flight of Passage this is in the Pandora which is the world of Avatar Um, I believe it opened in uh, maybe 2017 or 18, something like that. So pretty new still, but um, Flight of Passage has not waned in its popularity at all. People love it so much. It's a simulated flying experience and it is incredible. I... I love, love, love it. Very special ride, super immersive. It does get a long line, so if you can go on it first thing in the morning or get a lightning lane for it, definitely check it out. That's probably my favorite at Animal Kingdom as well, but um, I have to give an honorable mention or maybe a tie to Expedition Everest, which is actually where I used to work when I was a cast member at Disney World. So, um, Expedition Everest has a very special place in my heart because I have ridden it hundreds of times. I don't know. Uh, it is a, uh, like a classic coaster. It is, uh, through the mountain of Everest and it has some special surprises like a, uh, backwards drop and spin and, um, also some, uh, an 80 foot drop um, so lots of fun stuff. If you haven't done Expedition Everest, got to do it. It's been closed for an extended renovation and it just reopened. So should be all sparkly and clean. My favorite place to eat at Animal Kingdom. Again, delicious food at Animal Kingdom. Lots of fresh choices. But my favorite thing is Satuli Canteen, which is in the Pandora um, World of Avatar section. What my favorite thing to eat there is that they have these like create your own protein bowls. And um, you can choose if you want to have noodles or rice or quinoa as your base. And then you can choose chicken or beef or tofu, you know, whatever you want on it. And then you can choose your sauces and your toppings. And it is so yummy. It's very filling, really good to just have that protein boost in the middle of your day. You can mobile order, nice inside air-conditioned seating. So I, I definitely recommend Satuli Canteen. Not only that, but they have other amazing dishes and uh, desserts and drinks. So got to check it out. All right. Now we're moving across the country to Disneyland. We are going to talk about what they've got going on on the other coast. So, um, the number one ride at Disneyland, uh, is Rise of the Resistance. Um, there is a Star Wars land at Disneyland as well. So it's at Disney's Hollywood Studios and it's in Disneyland Park. Um, they are almost exactly the same. They are, uh, there are just like a couple differences, but usually just cosmetic they do have the same rides in both um, sections and the same restaurants so rise of the resistance is going to also cause you a long delay a long wait if you want to do it um, My favorite thing to do at Matterhorn uh, at Disneyland is Matterhorn um, This is super nostalgic for me. I grew up in Southern, California So I used to visit Disneyland almost every week as a kid And the Matterhorn um, is so special. It's one of the first roller coasters ever made. Um, It's gone through obviously a lot of renovations since then. A lot of people hate the Matterhorn because it is so janky and um, people say it like hurts their back and all that kind of stuff. My hot tip for you is to not put your back on the backrest of the chair while riding Matterhorn. Um, I like to sit up and hold onto the handrails on the seat in front of me and um, have my back off the chair to tr- try and, uh, like, pad from from the jolting. So if you do that, hopefully it'll feel a little bit better. And then again, my favorite thing to eat at Disneyland is Docking by Seven. They have the same food for the most part. Sometimes they have some different dishes from each other, but mostly the same. Um, but to give you something uh, novel, I also love eating at Bengal Barbecue. This is a classic Disneyland attract uh, Disneyland food place. It's right across from Indiana Jones, which is another favorite attraction and is unique to Disneyland. Um, but Bengal Barbecue has these delicious uh, like marinated skewers. They have meat skewers. They have vegetable skewers. Um, so everything is really yummy. It's easy. You can just grab a, a selection of skewers for your family. Um, so yeah, Bengal Barbecue spot on. So now we've come to our last park in the united states so that's disney california adventure also in california disney california adventure really waxes and wanes with um if in its popularity but they just recently opened the avengers campus section of the park which has um all the awesome avengers things including uh, unique meet and greets they've got stores they have delicious food, and they have one ride so far. So that ride is called Web Slingers. Um, it is a three D interactive ride. It's very much like uh, like Toy Story Mania, um, where you're in a co- in a car that you face something, and you're going to to um, be attacking spider bots with your um, spidey webs. So it's really fun. Love love Webslingers, so that one's gonna be super popular. The other most popular ride at California Adventure is Radiator Springs Racers. This is in Cars Land. Cars Land has been there for a while, but Radiator Springs Racers has not stopped its popularity. Um, it's very much like Test Track at Epcot, um, but it has a Lightning McQueen twist on it, and uh, you, you actually race the car next to you. Beautiful ride, really fun. Uh, I love it. Um, I would also say that those two rides are my favorite thing to do at California Adventure. But another favorite is the Incredicoaster. This was the original California Screamin' coaster that they rethemed to Incredibles a few years ago. Um, It's very fun. It's the only ride at Disneyland that has uh, an inversion and upside down. So if you're a thrill seeker, that's going to be for you. And my favorite thing to eat at Disney's California Adventure is in Avengers Campus. Um, their restaurant, their quick service restaurant there is called Pim's Test Kitchen, which if you aren't a big um, Avengers fan or Marvel fan, Pym is the name of the uh, scientist who created um, what was called Pym Particles, which is how Ant-Man gets small, and big. So the uh, kind of the twist with Pim's Test Kitchen is that everything in there is weird sized, either tiny or huge. So it's so fun. Like kids will get a kick out of seeing like they have these huge pretzels or like a massive meatball with like a tiny little fork in it. So it's like so funny. My favorite things to get there are the not so little chicken sandwich, which is like this huge breaded chicken patty on a tiny little hamburger bun. it's like who comes up with this stuff but it's obviously it's awkward to eat but it has this really yummy sauce on it it's really good um also you cannot pass up the choco smash chocolate bar um you buy that at tim pim's test kitchen i think it's like an eight dollar chocolate bar but um it is worth every dollar because it has it has so many different elements in it and it is so delicious i cannot wait to formulate one at home because i also dream about this candy bar it's so good um, another like hidden gem about Pim's test kitchen is that they do have Coke freestyle machines in there. Those are rare to find at Disney. So if you really need your diet Coke with uh, cherry in it or whatever you love, um, gotta, gotta hit up the Coke freestyle machines. I love a good Coke freestyle machine cause they've got all the choices. So it's, it's really wonderful to get to have that in the park. Um, so that is all of the parks that I have gone through. Hopefully that gave you a little bit of information that will help you on your trip. I'm so excited for all of you who are going to be traveling to Disney this summer and uh, can't, wait, can't wait to uh, hear about all the adventures. So um, thank you again to Didn't I Just Feed You for having me on. I uh, appreciate the opportunity. And uh, hope that you guys will go ahead and check out my books. Um, again, my name is Ashley Craft, and hope you have a great day, everyone. Okay, so Megan, let's wrap this up because I got to pack my bags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, peace out. <laughs> I'm ready to go to Disney. Um, no, in all seriousness, when we were in L.A. recently, I was like, uh, should we take time to go to Disney? And we had to work, so we couldn't. Wait, like, why didn't you mention that? I, I don't know because I mean. we had to work, we had to work, but I love it so much. And I know from our last episode with Ashley that there are a bunch of listeners who really love Disney too. And I think people are starting to go back. So I hope you got everything you needed from Ashley. If you want even more or you want to share more, because there's just so much, it's hard to cover Disney, you know, for just one person or one episode. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Our community is a great place to get more inspiration and share more tips. So don't forget to join us there. You can access the free community at didnigustfeedyou.com backslash community. And then remember, if you want to join that supporting membership, you can do that to get bonus episodes episodes and other goodies. You can also keep in touch with us on Instagram, where we are at didn't I just feed you or by signing up for our newsletter. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to didn't I just feed you wherever you get your podcast. If you're already a subscriber, leave us a rating review or share this episode with a friend. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well fed until next week. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review.